Hello and welcome to What's Next. I'm Joel and this is my show. Uh, today I'm sharing my conversation with Tony Allison. Tony is a professional basketball player in the Basketball League. I first met Tony when he was just 13 years old through a youth program at an organization called Breakthrough located on the west side of Chicago, which was just around the corner from where Tony grew up. When I first started coming around Breakthrough, I was 23 years old um, and just starting my career in filmmaking, and and I was brand new to life in the big city. I was invited to help out on a documentary project at Breakthrough, and I jumped in in spite of all my uncertainty about whether or not I would really be able to connect with these kids. There was a massive cultural gap between us. I was more than intimidated by these inner city kids who could talk circles around me all day long. Um, but they really just welcomed me in. And the time we shared together on that project became the basis for a few really important friendships that have lasted now for over 15 years, including my friendship with Tony. After the conversation with Tony and just editing it down for this episode, I kind of find it to be generally true in my experience that even when I don't feel like I know what the hell I'm doing or that I deserve to be there, um, the most important thing is to just show up and do what I can and be myself. And that when I do that, I'm always surprised by what's on the other side of that. And so I'm really excited to share this conversation with you. So please enjoy my conversation with Tony Allison. Oh yeah, we good. Do I gotta put my camera? I don't. I wanna put my camera on. Make it look legit, legit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that be the the, the uh, camera helps for our conversation, but I'm I'm actually not recording it. It's just for the audio. Oh, okay, that's We're just cool. recording audio. Bad. But the but the camera is helpful for sure because then I can see your face, man. So Tony, how are you, man? How what's going on? Man, I'm good out here in Oklahoma, man. This is yeah. a whole different city, a whole different environment. So I'm getting used to it. It's it's there. Okay, so you moved down to Oklahoma City, right? Oklahoma City, or is it a different city? Yeah, it's actually El Reno. El Reno. It's like okay. 45, maybe 35 minutes from Oklahoma City. Okay, and let's just start then with what are what are you doing down there? Like, what brought you down there? I mean, I know, but for the listener. Okay, I'm here <laughs> because I ended up getting a professional contract for basketball. I play for the TBL. It's called the Basketball League. Mm -hmm. It's been going on for about three years, I know, so far. Okay. And it's been sprouting up very big. Uh, a couple players from last year went to the G League. Mm. They have a few players, one uh, who plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, Oh yeah. So and I'm from Oklahoma playing there, so that's definitely a big thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a big lead that helps people get to the journey that they really wants to go to for basketball. So right now, yeah, I'm on a professional contract. I just got traded. Um I'm still in Oklahoma. I play for the Panthers. At first I was with the Enid Outlaws. Mm -hmm. And now I play for the Panthers in Oklahoma. Okay. Oh, so they're so they're in the same area. Yes. Okay. Cool. 
That's awesome. And how long ago did you move down there? Like I saw on Instagram, you were playing for this team, but I didn't realize I didn't realize all the details around it. Uh, I, about four weeks ago, four weeks ago, <laughs> I made the tryout in January and he gave me the details of the rookie training camp. So okay. I had to do the whole rookie training camp. Uh, it was about 20, 30 guys. And I'm yeah. like, I'm the shortest one here. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to be able to fit? But, mm. you know, I'm from Chicago. I got definitely that heart mentality. Mm. And I ended up making a rookie training camp, going into the veterans training camp. Some guys are already into contract already. So just me coming from rookie training camp, I yeah. just had to give him my all. Yeah. End up making it. Got a contract to play on the team, and that's really been all. I've been striding since day one. <laughs> so the the training camp is almost like an extended tryout. You keep working in the training camp, and then they yep. fill their roster from the training camp? Yeah, so they was looking for a certain amount of people to be on the team. Mm. They had about eight that already was on the team, and they looking for more to fill in. So starting from that tryout, end up making it now going to the training camp it was like okay this guy is a nice fit for the team yeah he's a point guard he communicate well i feel like he could be a great access to this team Mm. let me challenge him more let me bring him to veterans camp to see how he played with professionals and that carried on Yeah, that's so cool. Okay, let me just back up a little bit. I know that basketball has been a huge part of your life for a long time. I've known you for 15 plus years now. And uh, so how old are you now? You're 28. Yeah, okay, 28. So you were, you know, I think you were like 13 years old when we met. (laughs) Something like that. Baby face. Man. (laughs) There's a great picture of us. We both looked like babies back then. Man. Um, But you were always into basketball, which is what you know, most kids who grow up in East Garfield Park. Yeah, for sure. Like basketball is it. But, you know, after graduating high school, you kept pursuing basketball. Like, you, you know, you're, you're, I always see on Instagram these, like your workouts and how hard you're working. And, and yeah, yeah, I took a whole different route than the regular route. <laughs> yeah, it's been nonstop for you. Like, you've kept pushing and, per, and pursuing basketball, trying to better yourself and get better and better and better. But when did this route of the basketball league become apparent to you and become the thing that you were pursuing or chasing down? Um, To be honest with you, I didn't even know I was going to make it this far. (laughs) I was mad because, you know, the whole route of not playing high school basketball and then right after high school basketball, it took me two and a half years to actually play college ball. Yeah. So... To make it at this point is crazy. And like I I thank every day for this. Wait, you didn't play high school? I didn't play high school. Why did you not play in high school? Um uh, for one, um we had this game. It was a preseason game. So I played in the preseason, like the little exposition games where you play different high schools to get ready for the season. Was this freshman year or when was this? This was this was freshman year. Okay. And the coach loved me. We played, I believe it was Kiri or Simeon. It was, I forgot the name of this guy. He's well known. He came into the high school being this top guy. I think his name was Cliff or something like that. He was the mm. top guy. And we played on freshman year. We lost, 
But to go against him, I put up like 30 points. Hmm. And the coach was like, man, I want you to play for us. I want you to play for us. Yeah. But then for me, it it took like the hard part that fell on me where reality hit was just the schoolwork. Mm-hmm. I was the guy that was like, what was the point of school? Well, uh, I know this stuff, but why I have to do it? <laughs> you know, questioning life. You young at the age, questioning it. So I yeah. end up with like some D's and C's and didn't didn't reach that point of huh. the GPA level that they wanted me to be to. And my pops really got mad at me about that. Yeah. And the consequences of it was, oh, since you don't want to get your grades right, I guess basketball not going to be in your life. That's what your dad said? Yeah. And I didn't play basketball. I hold I hold it a big grudge against my pops. Mm. It transferred over to sophomore year to junior year. And when I really wanted to play senior year, my uncle passed away. Mm. And his funeral was the same day as the trials. And he wanted me to make trials so bad, but that pass away was like so heavy on my heart that I didn't even go to trials. I went to his funeral. Okay. So I didn't play that senior year. Huh. Wow. For sophomore year and junior year, was it almost like you were going to not play just to show your dad that it didn't bother you kind of thing? It was that, but it's more so like since I'm not playing basketball, I can hang out with some guys. I can hang out with them. I mm. got like good chemistry with people from the school and from the area East Garfield Park. So mostly after school, I go to East Garfield Park, hang with the guys, and play some balls sometime here and there. But it wasn't really a focus because once he told me that I wasn't going to be able to play ball, it was like, okay. I took a couple months to – Take it in. Yeah. But afterwards, I was like, it is what it is. I'm a high schooler. I finally got time to be away from my family. <laughs> yeah. So we met at Breakthrough. And do you do you remember Seth? Seth El Yeah, yeah. I remember Seth. That first year that we really got to know each other was that documentary film project that oh. you know we did when you were uh, – you weren't even in high school yet. Yeah, man, that was the best experience ever. I congratulate you for doing that. That was <laughs> something. That was something I did not know exist in life. <laughs> oh man, that's so cool. And it was awesome, man. Well, that that was really really life changing for me too. So it's mutual, you know. And the way you guys welcomed me in and just were like open to what I was doing and to what we were doing as a as a group with that project. And my world was totally expanding at that point. I had traveled a bit around the world and all of that, but I had not, Yeah. you know, I didn't know what big city life was like. I didn't know what inner city life was like. I didn't, I didn't know anything uh, in terms of like the context that was relevant to how we got to know each other. Um, yeah. And you had a vision. You had a vision. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tried, tried to, but Seth walk, Seth invited me into that. And I remember there was a moment you guys were playing and Seth Seth pointed you out to me and he's like, that kid right there, Tony, that's the best basketball player I've ever seen at his age. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, man. He said, it's going to be really cool to see what, what he does, you know, to fast forward now and see how you've been continuing to pursue it 
and live up to that talent that you have is is really, really cool to see. And I'm really excited to talk with you about that. And even just now in the first five minutes of this conversation, I'm learning stuff I didn't know, which I feel like I should have known because we had a, had a relationship back <laughs> yeah. then. But so how did your relationship with your dad, like what, what was going on inside of you when you said, all right, I'm just not going to play basketball then? What else did you think you were going to do? To be honest, I didn't have a passion for anything. It was like, whatever come at me, come at me. Um, especially after my pops told me that I wasn't going to be able to play basketball for high school. And you know, as a kid, you hold that grudge in. Yeah. <laughs> you hold that grudge in and it'd be like, man, I don't, I don't like you. It's just something about you. Mm. But that's my pop. So I had to really respect that because I am in his household. Mm. He feeds me. He buy me clothes. So it was still a respect thing. But to hold that grudge and be like, nah, man, I don't know what you, what you doing right now, but I'm not, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. And it took, it took a while for me and my pops to be able to come to agreement with things because also that's my pops. He definitely teach me a lot about the lifestyle of definitely growing up in Chicago and just being a adolescent at that age. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, learning to become a man. Sure. I definitely still had to follow certain things that he led as a father, as a family provider, all of that. You mean like specific lessons about about becoming a man? Yep, yep, yeah. yep, just becoming a man. And when you in a certain situation in life, how do you go about it? Hmm. Especially if it's not working in your favor. I'll give you two examples from how the basketball situation happened in high school. Yeah. He told me I didn't make it. I spazzed out. I wanted, I hit walls. I'm crying to my mom. Mm -hmm. I'm <laughs> telling everybody, forget y'all. Just having that image and putting that out to the world, like saying, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And now you could put a different situation of me let's say me not making a TBL league, should I be able to have that same reaction that I had when I was a little kid? Or should I now, becoming a man, be more, how can I say, uh, more professional with it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As far as me coming up like, man, I appreciate you for your time. Um, is it a way you could tell me how my game was all around? And for coaches, like, in the professional side, they tell you things. They tell you the good about yourself. They tell you the bad and things you need to fix on. Mm -hmm. And now just becoming a man at the age I am, I take those lessons as a way of getting better. It's not necessarily like a failure or a loss. It's more like as a lesson because life still continues. Yep, yep. Like, one bad thing, don't, one bad thing happens it's okay. Life still continues. So when you didn't make the league initially, rather than just accepting that the door was closed and getting angry, you responded by continuing to develop the relationships you had with people in the league to see if there was still another options available to you or other avenues available to you. To, to yes, yes, yes. Because last year, I definitely tried out for the same team and I didn't make it. And to be able, it was a different coach too. And to be able to tell him like, "Hey, man, I appreciate your time. 
and what things that I did bad. Like, I w- that was bold for me at that time because I was still learning the basketball side. I didn't want the emotions to come out. And mm-hmm. for me to be able to come up to him man to man and talk and be like, I want to be better as a basketball player. And I know based off your resume, just coming to you would be the perfect way of strengthening my game, my game style, my mind, keep my mind sharp for the game of basketball. And that growth definitely helped because it gave me the opportunity right now. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the best part about it. When did basketball become the thing that you wanted to do? And when did you recognize that you had some skills that were maybe unique to you? Not, not, not everybody around you, your age had those same kind of skills. And and it came to me in the community in East Garfield Park, Um, not knowing I didn't, I mean, knowing that I did, did not play high school basketball. I found my comfort around the community. They had little tournaments going on. And that was my way of still getting my exercise of playing basketball. So you continued to play through high school just in in yep. the like local neighborhood stuff. Yep. yep. And my first coach that I ever had was Dave Breckheiser. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, <laughs> Dave Breckheiser. And he gave me that confidence. He gave me that confidence as a little kid. He said, Man, can't nobody guard you out here, Tonyo. <laughs> he said, Man, do these do these guys dirty. And that that was that was the go mode right there. <laughs> to have Dave Breckhausen tell you that Dave is the nicest man alive. Yeah, he's the nicest man alive. <laughs> and for him to tell me that, it was like, okay, it's go time. <laughs> and I turned in like a whole Dragon Ball Z moment. <laughs> so wait, how old were you at that point? Oh man, I don't know. That was. That was either eighth grade or high school right after right after the tryout. Okay, so this was this like in the like the breakthrough league? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is okay. the breakthrough league that they had so, every so year. So you were you were still allowed to play that, just yeah. not high school. Okay, okay. No, nah, it was still like high school, you know, high school players that's not on no basketball team. You know, yeah. just community people that wanted to play in a tournament. That that moment right there was like the change <laughs> of my career in basketball. <laughs> really? So what shifted for you in that? Like, what was it, you know, you felt Dave's belief in you, and so you were able to believe in yourself? Or, like, what happened? It was that, and to be able to have access to play basketball every weekend. Mm. Like, to play basketball every weekend and to know you have a game, mm. It's like everything. You prepare Friday night for Saturday morning basketball. <laughs> yeah. And to be able to have that opportunity and you playing with the same people mm-hmm. and you all have a game plan, you in a huddle, and they setting out plays for you. It's like, man, this is this is real. <laughs> Especially as a little kid, you know, that now it's like that's something simple. But as a little kid and you understanding that, it's like – whoa, I want to learn everything about it. You tell me this. When I'm in a game, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, snap, I got a rebound. Everything is working into plan based off this, uh, the mission you gave us. Yeah. And that's when I knew, like, I can get used to this. And just having that freedom and 
access to basketball in the community and having so many peers amongst you, it it brewed it blew like it it blown up that growth. Yeah. It blew yeah. And since I was in the after school program of Breakthrough, I was yeah. able to get homework done there. Yeah. And to be able to have the free time afterwards to play basketball. So just to be able to have them two going at the same time and flowing good, it helps me in high school. So I was able to graduate on time, actually find a college that was okay for me to be able to go to. Okay, so what happened with high school? Like, with the love coming from from having the league, the breakthrough league, did you? I'm curious why it did not spark in you. Like, okay, I'm just gonna get over this, get my grades up, and play in high school. It was just. At the age, he put a fear into me, as in, like, I don't know if I really want to play basketball. I found it. I found it in the community, but I wanted to play high school ball in the Chicago public schools. And yeah, going into sophomore year, I was like, man, do I really want to play? So I didn't really have that confidence to take it into the high school because of the fear. Because you missed freshman year? Because I missed freshman year and I was like, man, what if I don't pass these classes and what if I don't? Oh, so you thought it might get taken away from you. Yes. And then I was still hanging out with the same guys. So it was like I was focused, but I wasn't focused Mm. because after school, I go back to the block, hang out with a couple guys, get home late. Now I got to do homework. So I was like mixing with everything. Yeah not really firm or focused on one goal. Like, I love the game of basketball, but at the same time, after school, having the love and excitement being around the guys definitely took a hold also. So I wasn't really, like, focusing at that moment on basketball. Yeah. I was just enjoying the time of being able to go outside. Yeah. Well, were, but were you – you weren't – were you getting into stuff? I don't I don't remember. Maybe oh, no. Nah. I was around the guys, but at the, we was young. So at that time, we was like, what, 15, 16, young. Just wanted to be outside, South females. <laughs> yeah. That was our <laughs> that was our E to start hanging out more and hang out with females. And yep. yeah, I, rem- just- I remember I remember <laughs> one time you and you and me and Nick were driving somewhere. I don't know why, what we were doing. Maybe you guys were had just helped me with with a project or something and some girl about your age walk was walking by the car and you just <laughs> rolled down the window and started telling her your phone number we started talking to her <laughs> yeah them, them days was definitely crazy yeah yeah so what what i've seen in you tony is you've really you've always been somebody who you know, you, you sort of knew what was expected of you and you yeah. knew you knew how to add, how to act and how to talk and what to say. But it seems like it took some time, which it does for everybody, yeah, for it to actually become something that made sense in your life. It's, it's not just to keep myself from getting in trouble. It's because I have a goal and I want to accomplish it and these are the best ways to do it. Um, but like as you grew up, what was it? that shifted inside of you to start to take responsibility for your life in the way that I'm seeing you do it now. And I've seen you do it over the 
the last number of years where you're really realizing that what you get out of life is going to be a direct result of what you put into it. Yeah. To be honest, it came from hanging out with you. <laughs> to hanging out, to hanging oh, out with you, Seth, and more people would break through. It definitely, definitely took me away from the game of basketball mm-hmm. and introduced me to a whole different lifestyle um, of life. To be honest, you guys brought things to us that we did not know exist. Like, what do you mean by that? Um, just for one, the camera business. Mm. Um, you actually showed us how to edit. You actually showed us how to follow with things with certain steps. And also just with Breakthrough, just traveling with them to Mm -hmm. church programs to be able to see things different than how society had us in Chicago. Mm. And you already know that build that build a bond that built like a family relationship with each other. Yeah. And that goes on with learning things into the new steps of going into college to be able to like you, you came to my prom. <laughs> yeah, You came to my prom. That was a big thing. And mm. after that, you know, we just start clicking on like that. And just to have that moral support of somebody that you don't know and end up loving that that definitely transferred over. So I think that was the the part of my life that flipped over just to be able to have those amazing peers in my mm. life. Wow, I I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really meaningful to hear that. Yeah, and then you, yeah, you introduced me to your family too. I'm like, oh man, this is <laughs> I feel I feel the love. Like yeah, and it's hard. It's crazy. It's hard to get that from so many people. Hmm. Like sometimes I expect that so much from people because I give it to them. Yeah. But they definitely don't bring it back. So to actually have that love and give it to others and they actually give it back, it's like, whoa, this person is a genuine, pure hearted person that that gives off great energy that you want to be with in, in life to be able to know and get and hopefully make a big impact in their lives also. Yeah. Well, you know, what's really cool to me too is that you went on to work at Breakthrough and spend so much time there and invest in yeah. the lives of a whole nother generation of, of kids, you know, that were just like you. Mm-hmm able to that you're able to be the be the person that you wanted to have in your own life yeah. for so many of these other kids uh in the neighborhood and in a part of the program yeah like i still go there now like if i was in chicago i would volunteer now because it's it's good it's kids should be able to enjoy being kids yeah <laughs> and and i was that kid that was in them shoes mm-hmm. i loved the part of having fun and to be able to learn new things and what breakthrough did at the moment and what they still doing now is is unbelievable you you will always want to go back and show kids the moments that you had to be able to teach them the games that mm. you played when you was at their age mm-hmm. and they come back and when you come back it's like you are that person mm-hmm. like they don't see you as Oh, Antonio, the professional basketball player. 
they see you as if like you are a family member, an uncle, a brother. And to be able to have that love and be able to teach them more into the life that they have in is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm a preschool teacher if I'm not playing basketball. <laughs> I've been preschool teaching for five years. Yeah. To actually sit there and actually help a kid to the next level is amazing like it's (laughs) it's like you just smile at them yeah like they don't they're not aware of what's the next steps and you have the keys and the knowledge to be able to help that next generation and exceed them further than where you are Mm. that's that's the best feeling ever yeah yeah that's oh man that (laughs) makes me so happy to hear that dude yes Oh, and I see you living that out. I think that is so, it's awesome. I, I'm curious just to go back to something you just said about how kids should be able to be kids. What was your experience growing up? Did you feel like you had to grow up too fast? Did you feel like your experience of just being a kid was sort of robbed from you? No, I don't think so. I didn't, I would say I didn't have that much access to things because of wealth, but we definitely had the best. We had the best of our lives, knowing I had five siblings. Mm-hmm. And we loved each other. Like the moments that we had, we could just be outside in the back mm-hmm. and we would create the best games ever. Mm. Like we didn't have to go to Disney World. The area that we was in, we took the best out of it mm-hmm. and we made the best. So I feel like my childhood was really good. Uh, my parents were still both with us. We didn't have to deal with no other things. It was it was great. Uh, I just, you know, the older you get, the more you start understanding certain things in life. And it's like, yeah. yeah. But as a kid, amazing. Amazing. We took every moment for granted. Yeah. I mean, there's, there is that sort of bliss of childhood where the world is a little simpler. Mm-hmm. There's not the complications of so many things that make decisions difficult and complicate our feelings and all that stuff yeah and you know i i grew up in a church so (laughs) Mm. yeah talk a bit more about that uh uh, my grandma is a pastor and my dad is a pastor um and i just grew up in a church life so you know that every sunday morning (laughs) waking up to gospel music (laughs) yeah and getting ready the whole sunday you think it's a rest day it's actually a whole church day <laughs> from like 8 a.m. until like 8 p.m. <laughs> Are you serious? You would spend all day? Oh, man. Black churches is is a length of time of understanding the Lord. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a lot. But it was like with church, with church parents, Yeah, everything is more strict. Like how so? For one, it was hard to be able to go outside. They, they, they wanted to be on top of like who you were hanging out with. and Yes. It took me to the age of 14 to be able to go across the street and go to the park. <laughs> yeah. That was the crazy part about it. If not, we had kids from the neighborhood come in our backyard and play. Mm. But it took me to the age of 14 to actually go across the park. Yeah. And when I did, that was like... It was like the getting fun. a set of car keys. <laughs> yeah, it was like a new set of car keys. It's like, man, I want to go everywhere, every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's what really took the the hold in my life that I didn't be able to play basketball because I got the freedom 
at a late age. Mm-hmm. And since I loved it so much, that was my main focus. Hmm. I was able to travel somewhere that I wasn't aware of. Like I, I actually learned society. <laughs> the society of what we grew in at that time. Like bit by going to the park. By going to the park. Realize it's other people, friends, guys who love the game, who's actually better in the game of basketball. And that actually made me go to that park almost every day <laughs> hmm. because it was players that was actually hooping. And I used to just sit there and watch them play. Yeah. They had me come in one time because one guy left and I was trash. <laughs> I was trash compared to them. Huh. What did that do for your uh resolve that I gotta get better? I'm gonna I'm, and I'm going to get better, or was did it did it crush you? Yeah, it it helped me get better because you always got that one old head, the guy that's old head that's very humble, that's like, Man, you kinda good, kid. You definitely got some things you need to work on. But you're good. Hmm. So, you know, taking that taking that word as a little kid, that builds your confidence up. You in the backyard now, you know, when it's time to go in, you in the backyard. I'm in the backyard shooting shots. Uh, my pops will come outside and I tell them, like, man, I want to play basketball so bad. And you know them father and son moments. Yeah. Yeah, them father and son moments where you, was, you just tell them your life and what you want to do. You tell them the things that you did, and I'm like, man, this is this is my goal. I want to do this. Yeah. And he's with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe, yeah, then when he tells you you can't play later on after those conversations, that, that stings a little more. Yeah, yeah. I, I bond fell off a lot. <laughs> yeah. But it was for a good purpose, though. I felt like it was for a good purpose because... Like it was a lesson you needed to learn. It was a lesson I needed to learn. And I feel like if I would have still played basketball at that sophomore, junior, them levels, yeah, I would have never had that lesson. Hmm. I would have felt like the world owed me something because I did this and I did that. Because you did your homework. <laughs> because because I did my homework. Yeah. Well, or did did you did you have any chips on your shoulder about about the world? At first, at first I did because I felt like life didn't go the way I wanted to go. Yeah. I wanted this, I wanted that, but now as I see it, I feel like it was a lesson that was needed because something bigger is going to happen. Yeah. It's like stocks. It may go low at some point, but the more you invest and put time into it, the growth will definitely happen. Mm. And that's how I took it. You into stocks? Oh, yeah. I just got into (laughs) What's crazy? Dave, my first coach. Oh, yeah. He's got you. He put me into stocks. Nice. Dave put me into stocks when I was in generational wealth. Yes. Yeah. I just started stocks and I'm loving it. That's awesome. So yes. I don't know a whole lot, whole lot about the basketball league, but are you you want to play international? Is that that's your that's kind of the next step you see for yourself? Or yes, if G League happened, I definitely won't deny that at all. But yeah. overseas, yes, um, especially since I don't have a family at the moment, I love to continue my life of living a di- uh, living different areas yeah. and actually know who I really am. Yeah, and what impact I can have to certain people in the life, hmm. like the basketball. I made it. I made it here. I'm surprised I made it here. So my mission is already complete. Hmm. I'm I'm doing things for the love of me at the moment, hmm. 
and to be actually be like, like sit down when you 75 years old and be like, I did this. Right. And I can be able to tell my kids stories about yeah. this. Yeah. Grandkids. So right now I'm I'm doing it for the love of me. I love the game of basketball and I love what it brings. And I'm going to use this talent to fulfill <laughs> my needs in life and actually enjoy what life gives me. Yeah. Yes. That's cool, man. I mean, I can see, you know, again, on your Instagram, you're always posting. First of all, you're you're in shape. <laughs> you're in shape <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a little big, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a lot of high schoolers, a lot of high schoolers that's on my uh, Instagram. Yeah. People, a lot of and people looking up to you. Yeah. They message me, ask for point of views. I hook them up with my trainer, uh, Coach Fly. Uh-huh. And he's still in Chicago. So this is a connecting point. Yeah. Whatever I can do to get people, especially young ones, into living a basketball dream, I will do it. Mm-hmm. I will definitely mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Well, and you you don't have anybody doing that for you really necessarily. No. Nah. Like, yeah. No. Nobody did it for me. I actually was crazy. I've met the how I got here was during the quarantine days. Mm. So quarantine to me, I feel like the world stopped. Yep. Everybody's home. Everybody's on their phone. That was yes. that was the way of having access to the world was through your phone because you couldn't have it in person because of the quarantine. So I felt like that was my moment to be able to introduce myself to the world Hmm. through social media. Mm -hmm. I emailed at least, man, a hundred coaches. Really? What? They don't know me. I'm in there emailing, typing, introducing myself. Hey, this is Antonio Allison. This is that, this is that. Send my resume in, send the videos in. Like you're, you're sending a video of your basketball? Yes, so it's like a player, like a basketball resume of okay. the teams I've been in and the highlights. Okay, okay. And I formed that all together into one paper and sent it out. Okay. Yeah. And out of 100, you you bound to get somebody to answer. Yeah. You got to get somebody to answer. And that person that do answer, you build a good conversation with them. So what happened? You some So a coach got back to you? Yes. So he was like, hey – how you doing? Um, I saw your uh, resume. It looked kind of good. It could be better. But I have this training camp that's going on in Oklahoma. They didn't have the quarantine. They were still out here without masks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and <laughs> that was up to me. Either catch COVID. Yep. <laughs> and, and die, potentially. <laughs> take a risk of dying or you stay in comfortably. Yeah. I took my risk. Like, if I caught COVID, hey, <laughs> like, I would live live with that. Yeah, so you took your shot. So you he got back to you and said, come on down to Oklahoma. Let's train together? Or what was the... Yes, so he was like, come to Oklahoma. I'll send you the information, and I will tell you all details. You have to pay your own flight, mm-hmm. but this is an opportunity for you to grow, grow your career. Hmm. And I took that chance. During the COVID times when it just happened, and that was like one of the best memories that ever happened in my life. So what happened when you were down there? Uh, It was like four people, four or five people that came through, and we 
we went through workouts. No cold mass. We working out every day. Sun is hot as ever. Outside. No, inside. Oh, but okay. the gym is like, man, <laughs> torching. <laughs> <laughs> and we did drills. We played against each other. They still had some other people that were still staying there. So we scrimmaged. And yeah. this guy, he played, he coached like in Italy and all that. And he loved my game. Hmm. So he started introducing me to things. He actually introduced me to the DR. That's how I got to the DR. Okay. And that brought connections to other people. And I end up meeting this guy named Jay Reed. He's the owner of two teams at this moment in the TBL. Mm-hmm. And I did the tryouts. Yeah. When I told you I didn't make it the first year, but then I came back now, I end up making it. It's the same owner, same guy, Jay Reed. And I was be able to grow off of it. Yeah. So this all happened based off quarantine. <laughs> wow. Up until that point, though, then, uh, Tony, did you think that, did you kind of feel like basketball was over? Did, there was no real avenue for you to, to play like you wanted to? Yes. I felt like that because during that time, I just got done with college basketball. Yeah. And I had one more year left. And that's when quarantine started. So I wasn't able to play my last year of college basketball. I see. So that season was canceled. That season was canceled. And that you were hoping that that season might lead you to some other opportunities. Yes. Or be transferred to another one <laughs> uh, or anything possible. So you're were you pretty devastated at that point? Like, did you feel like, like a dream died? Yeah. To be honest, it felt like the same situation of the freshman year of high school, mm. but I was more in control of my emotions. Mm. I was more so like to myself. I didn't go out. I stayed home the whole time during quarantine. Yeah. You just think so much waiting for something to pop. Yeah. And you'll pray, you'll work out until something come out. Like we in quarantine, we can't do nothing. Yeah. So all you have is yourself and your thoughts this is the time to to study yourself right to know like i learned my habits what habits i have i've learned how to build things (laughs) like i study so much of myself during quarantine Hmm. and to be able to have that world stop in my eyes and to be able to get people to just be able to have their attention for Five minutes at least from the stuff I emailed to have day time for five minutes to look yeah. at my stuff and be yeah. able to make a decision. Yeah. To be able to make a decision like, is this kid worth putting my name on the line? I'm this big person, but is this kid Antonio Allison worth putting my name on the line? Will he mess up my opportunity? Or if I introduce him to something, will he make the most out of it? Yeah. So that's what I want to live with. You just decided that you that you were going to answer that question as yes. I'll. Yeah, like, I told him yes. Yeah. Straight up, I didn't want to go into details because I felt like that was going second guess them. Yes, bring it on. Mm-hmm. That's all. I'm in this gym. If you want some videos of me in the gym, I could have Nick, my 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 big bro, record <laughs> me while I'm in there. 
Yeah. We did that so many times. Like one of my videos I got on YouTube, it's low numbers, but I had it recorded and I edit myself mm -hmm. because I didn't have much people that can be able to come to my game and be able to help me. Because everybody, everybody was in quarantine focusing on themselves. Yeah. A lot of people wasn't working. A lot of people was. Yeah. Money was a big value that you needed to have during quarantine. So I didn't really have that much of a big support. So mm -hmm. everything I felt like was going downhill. Yeah. And I still have my loved ones. Nick was yeah. able to help me. Whatever money that I was able to get, I help him for it. Yeah. Just help me get my name out here. I could do the edits. And we're going to send these out to people. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to build off of it. And we just kept that mindset and stayed with it. Do you feel like, beyond your skills in basketball, do you think that's your most valuable asset, that mindset? Yes, because I feel like it transferred into I need to put my myself on the line to be able to grind, hustle, and interact with people I don't know just to have the lifestyle that I want. Hmm. I don't know these people, and I'm skeptical of them, but I have to trust them. You don't want to trust them, but that's that's the uncomfortable of success. Yeah, you you got to be comfortable with vulnerability. Yes, you have to. It's hard. It's hard, but it's worth it because you start to grow, and you start to interact more, and you start to fill your body up with so much knowledge and intelligence from others, people. Like another person's word can transfer over and help another person's life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it, was, it wasn't, I feel like it was no choice but to do it. I didn't have nothing to lose. Yeah, I took my chance. And that, yeah, now look at you. You're living in Oklahoma, <laughs> <laughs> playing ball. But the job's still not over. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I love the lights. I love being here, but especially being on this podcast and still having people that love you, you want to see how far you can really go. Sure. Yes. So yeah. I'm definitely happy that I got this opportunity to be able to play basketball at a great professional level. You, you know, as positive of a, of a mindset as anyone can have, there's still there's still times or days where you get caught up in negativity and the feelings of impossibility just all the all the stuff that gets you down so what do you use when that happens to help you get back on track to to remind you of your goals and to keep moving forward uh i look at my past i always go back in my past and see something that uh aggravate me at moments hmm. and I always look at the way that I handled it and I look at it now as I know I can handle it better hmm. so I look at the past and see what I did wrong and bring it into the present and be like I know better now I'm wiser I'm more intelligent now I'm more healthy now I can be able to pursue these things. And from that failure, that loss that I had in the past, that that brings the adrenaline to the present. And it's just a way of, you know, just having that mindset of this is not going to happen no more. Hmm. I'm going to build myself up. I'm, I can do this. I know 
if something that I don't have at the moment that I need, oh, I'm going to get prepared for it. I got a game against a big guard in a week. Yeah. Okay, Monday, let's get ready for training. Let's let's work out the arms. Let's work out the the abs. Let's work out the chest. Tuesday, I'm shooting around. I'm getting prepared for it. Wednesday, I study film about them. Thursday, I rest, get shots up, get prepared for them. Friday, you did everything that you can. Yeah. So with all that you built from them days until this Friday, let's bring it all in together for this two-hour moment of entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the beauty of it. You prepare so much for one little moment, but that one little moment transfer into a great future. Yeah, right. And it's applicable to so many different areas of your life, not just basketball. Exactly. And that's why I, I love it. Like, I don't take it as a way of, like, I won, I can be able to relax, kick my feet up. Uh, I had that same mindset. One is done, on to the next. Yeah, you just keep going. Yes, I have a one. I have a one day where I smile, tell my mama like, "Hey, mom, I did." Just <laughs> be giggly, but the next day I need to mentally prepare myself. So I'm keeping myself on a schedule. I need this to happen. Need that to happen. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, Tony, I got. So much love for you, man. I'm so it's so cool to just hear you talk. I'm like, I can't, I'm just, I'm blown away. And I'm just seeing your progression from a 13 year old when we met to who you are now. Like back in the day, we had a lot more regular interaction and it hasn't been as much in the last five years, yeah, or so. But you know, just to see the growth and the progression you've you've Big undergone growth. and to see where you're at in your life now, like. You're chasing down these dreams and yeah. and you're giving it all you got, man. You're teaching me lessons as you do it. I think it is For real? so cool, man. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Man, I'm happy. I'm so uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's getting there, man. I feel like I'm still missing something in life. I don't know yet. Hmm. <laughs> like what do you mean? What do you mean? Man, every day is just like it's the same good feeling, but I feel like it's something to be completed. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's a. I have to have a kid or like. Yeah. You get me? <laughs> well, is that hun- maybe that hunger that keeps you going? That keeps you. Yeah. Keep, that doesn't let you like settle. Exactly. Like it's not meant for me to get the answer to that question yet. Yeah. Like it's still another journey you need to live, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the 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 calling God got for me, and I haven't I haven't doubted it nor been too much on my mind to try to find the answer. I mm. just let it flow. Mm. Let it flow. Get better as a person and everything else will fill in. Yeah. Yeah, there's only there's only so much you can control, right? Exactly. It's, and 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 who you are as a person is kind of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For real. Yeah. I definitely salute you from def- just the from the 13-year-old like just introducing me to those new aspects of life like what's crazy was <laughs> crazy a couple months ago i tried to go back on that website to see if we still had them videos yeah yeah and it it played one time but the other ones it didn't play really i yeah i wanted to show people <laughs> yeah well you know devin devin 
Instagram me uh, a few months back too, and he's like, "Where where's that video at? I want to find that video." So I went back. I'll I'll share I'll share it with you too. But I I found it, and uh, that you know the one that the two of you were in. Oh yeah, the little basketball. I, one. I fear I fear for what I am. You yeah. guys called it. <laughs> Yeah, and we were so focused on that. The man, the camera action was it. The way the rain was, you could see the raindrops yeah, falling yeah. and the ball just dribbling. I was like, "Whoa, Joe got something up his sleeve." And this is this is was before two thousand and twenty, before two thousand and sixteen. Like this, was, yeah, this that was wild back. That was elite. That was good. Those are good days. Good, really good memories. I think yeah. back on I think back on that time often as some of the best experiences of filmmaking that I that I have where I, you know, building relationships with you guys, but also I was learning so much at the same time and to share it with you all in that film club and to you know, go on that storytelling journey together that we did was it was so meaningful for me. Yeah. Appreciate you for real. <laughs> yeah likewise man how do people watch your games or or see what you're up to yeah so since i got traded last night i got traded last oh, night. oh wow last night yeah so i had man i've been going through it here but i'm keeping faith how does that but, work they just they just send you an email and let you know um it was more so because the minutes that i had was not a great factor for me mm, you wanted more I, I mean, as a professional, you got to deal with the minutes. You're getting paid, so yeah. Right, right. But it was like so many losses happening and mm. that I wanted to talk to the coach and the coach wasn't really giving me much conversation. Mm. And I felt like it was a need to get traded because I wasn't getting I wasn't getting my answers to questions that I wanted to know about. Okay. Everything was behind the bush. And I wanted to further my career, and I feel like at that on that team, I wasn't able to fulfill that need. Mm. And I asked for a trade, and it ended up happening. So, are you are you excited about it? Yes, I'm very excited about it. Okay, um, great. I'm with a team that that got a lot of hungry guys that's willing to to go all out for a win, mm. and I think we all matched that that personality of the game and I feel like we'd be a great asset together to get wins. So awesome. I have my first practice tonight with them and I'm thirsty for a new beginning. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. this is a new journey. Same the same road. See I mean see it same in the state to go to the same route. Yeah. But it's a new it's a new journey that I'm I'm ready to take on. That's awesome. And how do we? And so these games are viewable. Like we can watch these games online, or how do we? Yes, watch them? it's on TBL TV. Okay. I uh, it's the Southeast Texas Panthers, I believe. Yes. Okay. Uh, I could be able to give you the link. Yeah, yeah. I'll, when I post the episode with with our conversation, I'll I'll put that link in the in the description, and then it'd be easy for people to find. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much, Tony, and uh, good luck with everything, man. Thank thanks you. for thank you for, for having me, man. Chatting today. Thank you for um, anybody who are watching this. Definitely keep chasing your dreams. Um, just a small segment of your life doesn't determine a whole part of your life. Uh, continue to grow. Any 
downfalls is definitely a upbringing for great success because I feel like the downfall is the hunger that you really want and that's the need to be able to exceed higher. So whatever you go for in life, please continue it. Hmm. Please continue it. You may think it might be down and it's over with, but people still have your name in their mind, still have a bell for what the success that you have got going on and continue to grow it, continue to grow it. And age ain't nothing but a number. You can do whatever you can at any age, as long as you have the great mindset and let it further to the best of your ability into a great life. Beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. No problem. <laughs> Thanks, man. No problem. Good luck with everything. And uh, yeah, keep in touch. I'll, I'll be watching, watching the game on Friday. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Talk soon. You can follow Tony on Instagram, and you can also catch his games live and online at thebasketballleague.net. And both of those links are in the episode description. (laughs) This conversation with Tony was really meaningful for me. It's been some time since we've really connected as he's gotten older and you know I have young kids and life just kind of squeezes out opportunities to hang out like we used to but to see someone you love grow up and overcome difficult things and believe in themselves and pursue a dream like Tony is doing is really such a gift and I I don't really know what else to call it but a gift I'm just really grateful for Tony and what he's doing and that he would come on this show and share that with me Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we'll be back next week. 